Welcome to a new episode of Female Gentle Leaders podcast today with Sarah Lloyd, mom, PR expert, author, radio presenter, healer. And today we want to talk about you, about falling in love with your story and then go and be seen and stand on that on that stage, even if it's a virtual stage or in-person stage or radio stage, right? But just get on that stage and share your story. And I'm so glad we are here because I'm here. I'm a holistic business architect. And Sarah, we have so much thing, so many things in common. And I'm glad we can talk with you about this topic. So Sarah, can you tell us more about what you are doing? Because I told many parts of your expertise but how do they connect in you how does it connect um yeah i mean it's an interesting one i could probably best off starting um tell you a bit about my story and where i came from so i um so it started with careers careers coaching advice when we were I was at college and it was like I don't know what to do with myself so I ended up becoming what we call a temp uh, so a temporary worker and I just thought oh maybe I'll just kind of fall into something I don't really know what any what I should do but they basically said you're only amount to something in in an office like an administrator or whatever and I ended up temping in a in a doctor's surgery and the nurse there basically I would always be up to something and I'd, I'd end up you know samples would go missing or what I'd always kind of make a few little faux pas and I remember the the staff nurse turning around to me at the time saying have you considered a job in PR and I was like what is PR and she said well you know you're very economical with the truth <laughs> and I was like oh okay um no and at the time there were uh there was a tv show probably know it absolutely fabulous where there were two women that were in pr no one really knew what they did and i kind of went looking for this what this magical thing that is pr and fell into it in another temporary role ended up working in a big defense company and basically started to learn the the techniques of the trade and um, I was in my 20s at the time. So it was really around kind of understanding how to tell stories and how to tell them in a way that um, the media were interested and ultimately to get people reading them. So I learned lots of good techniques. I also learned lots of bad techniques. <laughs> um, and I guess what happened along the way is I built this career in corporate communications and I was kind of just turned 40 I had two very young children and at the time um, I had a new boss come in in the US who basically restructured everything and he just said to me listen you know you're too experienced to go back to the role that you were in which was the head of European communications so I had lots of countries working with me at the time um, and what I was actually doing was a global role and the global role of storyteller, basically. So telling stories about the technology that we were using. Um, and he offered me, you know, said you can either go and work in somewhere completely different or you can take voluntary redundancy. And 
I I took the voluntary redundancy and didn't look back. Um, now, a big part of the story that I'm missing is I'd, I earlier on that year I'd started to find energy healing, and I'd been I'd been suffering from postnatal depression. I was really struggling with anxiety. I had vertigo. I had bad backache. The the signs were there, right? I think working in the industries that we do, we realize our bodies are the things that tell us that we shouldn't be doing something that we're doing. Um, only I didn't really pay attention to it. I hadn't really figured that out, but I started this kind of steps into energy healing. Oh, sorry. Um, and basically I... I learned how to manage my energy. I became a Reiki master. So I had the two careers going, the, the, the two things going alongside each other. Um, and what I realized as a result of that was um, they weren't mutually exclusive. So I went on retreat. I met a load of lovely women. Um, I took some time away from my corporate job and then basically ended up when I was made redundant, creating a business that then served the women that I'd been sitting in circle with. So helping them to build their stories. And it was sitting in that circle and hearing their stories and understanding where they'd come from. I just felt this calling to, well, people need to know about this stuff. So that was a very long story. <laughs> But it was an amazing story, so why worry? <laughs> and what do you feel now is that the zone of genius? Because you are combining two things that might feel not combinable, right? Energy healing and PR. Yeah. They are so far from each other. As I'm, as I'm connecting energy and strategy, right? It feels often like, how do I explain it to you? How do I combine it? <laughs> right so how do you love combining it and what do you feel that which women does it attract what is your ideal client I I think everyone's been in the entrepreneurial space has been through lots of different lessons and and have worked with less than ideal clients and you know it's taken me a while to realize who it is that I really am here to serve but essentially it's any any woman that's kind of spiritually minded that can can understand what it means to work with the energy fields around us, but also understand that things happen in kind of divine timing. At the end of the day, there's always a plan. Um, we may not be privy to that plan, but I feel like there's always something that is nudging us along and keeping us on the path that we're on. Um, I work with a lot of people. I mean, there's a big, big sort of saying that you're teaching the medicine that you need to learn the most. So I have attracted in the past lots of business owners that haven't felt good enough, have been sat in their victim story. Um, and what I've found is that actually the, the, the more we tell our story, the less power it has over us. Um, so the more um, we share these things, the less we are, we, we're sort of sharing from the scar as opposed to the wound. And that's one big thing that I found is that I want to have, want to work with people that have 
been through some stuff and a lot of them have had these amazing heroin journeys where they've been in awful relationships and had awful things happen to them but at the end of it they're kind of stood there they're the princesses of their own story you know they they've rescued themselves and I feel like people really need to hear that at the moment because the last couple of years have been really they've kept us in fear they've kept us in that victim state you know we, we've been cut off from a lot of our communities and thankfully for online that's not been that hasn't completely worked, but they did try and cut us off from our communities. And I, I feel like that then ever more before we've been needing to share stories, certainly women. I totally agree. And as I was writing my story connected with anxieties and motherhood and everything, it's not easy sharing it. But most importantly, and this is what we talked before we went live, is the fact that we often don't see our story or we don't feel it, it's important or it's it's worth sharing, I would say, right? Mm -hmm. So what, what would you like to share about the process of falling in love with our story? Because this is what we wanted to share here. Of course. Um, so when I, work, when I work with clients, I, I create a space where they can talk about whatever wants to come up and often um i mean often i'll pull some oracle cards to kind of prompt us into discussion areas but the way that i like to look at it it's it's almost like what were you doing five years ago it's a great opportunity to really tune into okay five years ago where were you who are you hanging out with? What were you experiencing? What were the lessons that you were learning? And really take a moment to really kind of visit the past, not go and wallow in it, but kind of sit and look at it from an observational perspective and understand what it is that you were doing then. Um, that then gives us an opportunity around that, that kind of it, it could even be less than that. It could be three years, whatever. I mean, I'm just saying five years because of the COVID thing. <laughs> but basically, you know, what were you doing a few years ago? And kind of how were you seeing, viewing the world at the time? And how have you changed that view of the world? Because perception is, perceptions change as we learn and we, we grow. Um and often that what happened five years ago, you've probably got people around you or you're attracting clients around you that are experiencing those things you were going through five years ago. I'm a massive believer that, you know, we're a few steps ahead of people so that we can then share and impart our wisdom. And I think that's beautiful about women. You know, women are always having children. There's always women going through postnatal depression. There's always women Bring, you know going through those seasons and cycles so it doesn't go away those stories are always going to be relevant to somebody um, they might not be relevant to the circle you're sitting in right now but certainly people that are going through it, um, it are definitely going to benefit from yourself um, and what you've been through and the other thing as well I mean the past is a big part of what holds us back as well I think we create stories and narratives that no longer serve us when we're sitting in the present moment so again it's an opportunity to let go of those narratives and things that we might have been holding on to and kind of when you're tuning into the stories that want to come up it's almost like okay so why why am I focusing on 
what happened then and what is it that's playing out now and how can I let go of that story and then come at it from a place of power and completely own it because these things have happened to us I'm not saying forget about them and you know put them under the carpet I'm actually saying let's air them out shake them out look at them differently and um basically they have no power over you after that you're just coming from that place of wisdom as opposed to the place of pain and that's a great part to start sharing it right when we feel healed a little bit at least <laughs> when we see our story and when we can own it and that's an amazing part and then what can happen when we start owning it and sharing it because you know it can you share it with us what can change in our lives well it's quite interesting <laughs> i still i'm still learning on this um but i guess the thing that i've always found really easy and probably because i've worked in the industry for 25 years is public relations has always become quite an easy way for me to build my presence my brand awareness my business um it's really interesting because marketing I've always found quite uncomfortable because you're saying that you're good and you're having to be the one that's selling yourself but if I go to throw down the publicity route it's somebody else saying that your stuff's good and that feels a bit more comfortable and actually for a lot of women it feels like a really comfortable route because somebody else is saying that your stuff is good and I think this whole thing that we get stuck on as women it's like I'm not good enough but you are good enough and I think a lot of opportunities that I've I've been pitching out clients and what's really interesting is a lot of journalists have then gone can you tell me your story and then immediately I'm like but I'm pitching out my client like why don't you want to talk about that and I've been in that situation where I've had where the universe has basically taken control and gone, right, come on, you need to stand up and tell your story um, so that you can prove to other women that it's one, it's actually it doesn't hurt. <laughs> it's not. A That's a good one. That's <laughs> a good one. I need to catch it here. We are often hiding behind our clients because we have so much work to support them. Yeah. to help them grow, to help them shine, that we just forget about marketing ourselves, uh, being seen ourselves, right? Our businesses. So just catching it up because this is, I see it often, even myself when I had my agency, uh, I had so much to do with my team, with my clients that I had almost no time to set up my own funnels and automation and anything to be seen myself. So yeah. I could then support more clients, right? It's it's just fascinating how our belief systems just, they creep in. And even if, if you feel like, oh, I'm growing, I'm supporting my clients. But in reality, you're still hiding, but it just doesn't look like that. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. You hit the nail on the head because it is that you get so caught up in serving your clients, you forget that actually you're here to share your medicine, your story as well, right? And 
I mean, that that's definitely a step that I took personally in my own business last year to start. I mean, I signed up with Women Thrive and that's how we know each other, isn't it? And, you know, I, I needed to put myself first and I needed to take my own medicine because one thing I know about my own design is I need to have experienced something before I can then feel confident enough to then share it. And like, you know, I've worked in the industry for 20 years, but I never, you know, I never had a photo shoot for a, a broadsheet before. And my goodness, that was an, ex I had that last year. And um, so one thing that happened last year is I, I reached my dream, which was to buy a camper van. Um, so I reached my camper, I bought my camper van. It was absolutely like a, such a joyful moment in my life. And I just shared it very briefly and someone on Facebook, one of my journalist friends was like, I'm looking for some joyful stories. And I said, well, I bought my camper van and she was like, right. Okay. So tell me more. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. And it resulted in a two page spread with a beautiful photo shoot, wearing sequins, big full makeup. And halfway through the photo shoot, I was trying to jump behind the camera, talk to the cat, the photo, you know, the, the guys taking the photos and the the features editor who was writing the piece. So I felt like I needed to be with those people because that's my role normally. And they kept going, Sarah, you're part of this story. Get in front of the camera. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. So, you know, I'm having to take my own medicine all the time. I mean, I can promote anybody and I can make them feel good and, and safe and comfortable in those situations. But putting yourself in those situations. <laughs> That's amazing. And another thing I want to catch up is you are a PR expert, but you had a shoot and a, an article about your camper van because you loved it. And I bet it attracted the the right kind of people. Because yeah. we always feel like, no, I need to stay on the topic. And then it gets so boring because we are talking about all the stuff all year long, about all the same. We start hating it. The people stop reacting because that's just, why? Just share what you love in that moment, right? Share what you're experiencing. That's what I feel about Tell me what you feel there. I just needed to catch that. Oh, yes. I often <laughs> see it in my clients. Like, Holly, I can't just uh, share about my love, I don't know, towards dancing if I'm a mentor. And then I say, well, if you don't, you will be just one of thousands of mentors. Because, But if you do, you will be the dancing mentor. And then yes. the magic will start. Right. That's exactly it. That's the point of difference. And again, like what well, we talked about, like uh, determining the stories and falling in love with your story. You need to fall in love with every single part of your story. You know, you should. One thing that I tried really, and I've, I'm not the only one who's done this in a business situation. I tried to separate the two. I tried to like, well, this was my PR business. This was my healing business. Do you know what? My PR business was flying, my healing business, crickets. And it's like, well, what's going Why have I? And then when I brought the two together, I then started to attract the clients I wanted to serve. 
they understood that working with energy and calling in the right opportunities and understanding when to stop and to la- allow and surrender and receive they they understood the terminology around you know you don't have to be promoting yourself all the time you don't need to be banging the drum that you're selling this stuff all the time because not everybody is you know what well when do you rest <laughs> first of all but also like I think I've just lost the thread but you were saying around it's promoting every aspect of yourself that's and I remember one time I put something I put an ad on Facebook around I offered PR and I put mum at the bottom and like you mentioned it at the beginning with my bio I always put mother and I got trolled about it. Why are you putting mother? Who cares about that? Doesn't matter. You're aren't you a PR person? Isn't that all we need to know? And it's like, no, you need to know that I'm a mother because the reason why I work the way I do is because I do it around my children and I want to be flexible. And if you can't, if a client comes to me and basically wants me to work all hours, God sends, which is what I did in corporate, um, they're not right for me because they need to understand that I have school pickups and I want to be at the school plays and I want to drop them off at school. And that's, you know, for me, that's a huge part of who I am. I mean, yeah, (laughs) it's the same for me. Like uh, when I was just marketing strategist and doing all the ads for my clients, building the funnels, I had my Facebook group and I was never able to just share tips about ads and marketing. I was always sharing about my days with my little ones. First, just one, then two, what I was cooking, what I was searching. And I even was angry with myself. Like, how can you do that? Why can't you stay on topic? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so glad that my soul and just my nature as a 3-5 generator is always, it gets the best out of me. So it just said, I don't care. I just need to share that. So even if it's not the right strategy, I just need to do that. Yeah. And exactly right. Then the clients know me. Then they come to me knowing that I will completely understand them when they are mothers. And even sharing about my 20 years of anxiety and panic attacks it wasn't easy and this is what no. I always tell my clients right it's not easy sometimes to share about the hardest part of our story but then when I share it I have so many people reaching out to me and telling me I have anxieties too I have panic attacks too and now I see you being able to have your children have a marriage have an amazing business how do you do that and I know that this is the person I can really help yeah. and support. Because if I would have a mentor that had never anxieties, they wouldn't be able to even understand how am I thinking, how am I living? So how would they be able to support me? And this is amazing with you too, right? So we know what you experienced and then a woman on the other on, on the other side can say, okay, I need to be seen. Sarah will see me as an entire being. She will understand me and we can grow together. Absolutely. So thank you for that, Sarah. Oh, you're welcome. And, yeah. 
It's amazing. And I have one last question. Sure. On PR. And this is what I see a lot. You need to pay a lot to be in the PR. Is sad, right? Mm. And I know it's not the entire truth. <laughs> but I feel like we need to tackle on that because it's important to know how to even embrace it. Because I get offers all the time, like uh, get on the list of this magazine, this magazine. And then uh, when I see it more and more, I question it. And I don't get on these lists only because I need to pay for them mm. to be there, right? So what is the truth behind it? The truth? If I may ask. Of course. I mean, those types of, well, yeah, those types of uh, promises are not real. Um, they're advertorial. You're paying to be in a magazine, and that's great. But the value in publicity, in, in kind of going the traditional route where you meet a journalist and they interview you and then they write a feature, the value in that is priceless at the end of the day. And often it can just be as simple as connecting you to a journalist. Um, that That is the sim most simplest way of doing it. And I mean, as I mentioned, I got into Prima magazine and all I did was message a journalist saying I got a camper van and that was in Facebook and she just picked me and then the conversation started and it's about opening doors and creating connection and yes I've got a little black book of connections but the way that I see certainly the way I do PR is yes you can hire me to do it for you um and I will never I I I don't actually agree with 12 month retainers because I believe that we evolve and we change. And that, that's why I like to work with people for three to six months and, you know, see how you go. But ultimately you can do it yourself if you're given the right guidance and the right tools and you create a strategy. And that's, I guess that's the bit that for me is is what you would pay for if you came to me. I would love to like create a strategy and help people understand, you know, what parts of the story do they want to share? Because once we've kind of gone through the whole, let's talk about your story, tell me what, you know, what you were like five years ago, tell me what you're doing now and tell me where you want to go. That then creates three different audiences, three different types of publications, three different stories. And then you can then start to share those stories in a really strategic, mindful, conscious way so that you can then start to attract the types of clients. So there will probably be a product offering that speaks into the person that you're working with that's five years behind you, for example. There will probably be a product offering that you're working with in the present moment. So it's likely people that you're working with, peers, etc. And then there will be a stretch product because, you know, that's where the growth is, isn't it? So we'll always have that VIP. This is where I want to get to. This is where I want to be seen. So you kind of need to show up in all those spaces. And it is your past, present, future. It is your Akashic records and your timelines if you want to go there but it's also just you know working up and down your journey um and then the other thing as well just to share is 
I mean, I have a PR circle where I just teach people, one, we talk about their stories. I help them refine their pitches and kind of their approach. And I also help them determine their boundaries. So we talked about, you know, the fact that we do share certain things. I was work- I worked with a client who never wanted to talk about her son because he was a certain age. That's a boundary. You don't need to go there. It's, it's like, I'm not saying that, you can go out and air your dirty laundry and share everything because there will be parts of you you don't want to talk about. But often it comes up in the alchemy session that they have with me and it's like, okay, they'll go, this happened to me once, but I don't want to talk about it publicly. Fine, you've shared it with me. it's It's not having power over you anymore. Or it's this happened to me and I want to tell people about it because I don't want people to make the same mistake I made. And that, again, is they're both really powerful places to come from. Um, And the problem you get with these paid for um, these paid for opportunities is that they're never going to give you that kind of guidance. They're just going to take a story and run with it. And often what you see is this story just appears and it's in the middle of it's, it's like a one-hit wonder. It doesn't add any value to your business. It doesn't add any value to your, you know, your journey. It's probably an experience you'll never repeat again. <laughs> and that and that goes to, for the same for sometimes these free Facebook um, opportunities where they're journalists asking for opportunities. I, I really, you know, I appreciate journalists creating those spaces, but equally it's almost like people need a little bit of guidance before they embark in those sorts of situations. <laughs> I, I really love how you work strategically with that. And I agree with, we always need a context, right? If it's just one piece without the context, without the thought around it, it makes no sense. So um, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I was about to ask you, where would you like to invite our listeners? So I'm glad you mentioned your PR circle. (laughs) And I have all the links below. So connect with Sarah. She's amazing. But my last question, I love to give it, is, is there something you feel you need to share with us? The last thing you feel needs to be heard? I guess don't be afraid of your story you know at the end of the day just your story is what makes you you but it's also an opportunity to then unravel and unbind yourself from anything that could be holding you back so all I would say is just you know what was your biggest sliding door moment and you know how is that playing out in your life right now like the sliding door moments are absolutely amazing and they should be honored because they're always that crossroads in your life and I just yeah that's amazing thank you yeah yeah we need to think about it right so women or listeners think about it share it with us and yeah let's enjoy I'm hopefully you enjoyed this interview and we will see each other on my next interviews and shortcast and follow for more because I'm I am attracting just amazing women in my surroundings, just as Sarah. And I'm so glad I can share your stories. So thank you, Sarah, for being here and for yeah, for discussing 
in such a deep way what we need to do to fall in love with our stories. Thank you. Thank you. And see you all. <laughs>